0: and hello friends. Welcome to the Restoring Connections podcast. My name is Matthew Dawson and I am so excited that you have decided to tune in and join me in this journey. This is something that I have been wanting to do for a really long time. Uh, so I'm really excited that it's finally coming together. Um, what a wild time this last six to eight weeks has been with coronavirus and borders closing, Um, the upshot for me is that it has created a really cool space and time for uh, us to be able to buckle down and get all the nuts and bolts figured out of how to actually make a podcast happen and start recording these episodes. So I'm really excited about that. I, uh, I live with my family, my beautiful wife, Cora, who's French, and our four children, Kiana, Eva, Levi, and Shiloh. We live down in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Uh, So right now I'm in a little cabin, which is my office, um, which is kind of in a rural part of of New Zealand sort of outside of the city of Tauranga. It's a beautiful shining day and so uh, yeah it's a really cool time to start actually uh, jumping in and recording these podcasts. You probably are broadly aware of what Cora and I are all about if you've checked our website out. Um our, our work is an area of healing and strengthening relationships, really helping people to actually bring healing and strengthening to their own relationships. We work with all kinds of different people, um, parents and leaders and families. We work with people who are leading um, for-profit businesses and not-for-profit, uh, for-purpose initiatives, um, youth with a mission bases, local churches, all different kinds of missions, agencies, Um, And couples who are really just wanting to strengthen their relationships with each other. Pretty much anyone anywhere um, that wants to bring greater strength and resilience and intimacy into their core relationships. Um, if they reach out to us for help, we will uh, we'll reach back. We love to rock and roll with people in those kind of areas. So that's what we really have in mind for this podcast is an extension of that. Really, particularly what I have in mind is for all the people who we are already in some degree of connection with. If that's not you, that's fine. Um, but what we particularly have in mind is for those people who we're already journeying with, I'm hoping this podcast can be a place for you to jump on and and listen and be reminded of things that maybe you've already learned or maybe pick up on some new things. Maybe be encouraged by some stories of Cora and I and our friends failing wildly and getting back up and not giving up. Um, hopefully you can sort of laugh and cry with us as we dive into all of the realities of the messy process of learning to love um so yeah that's kind of what we're all about and that's what we're hoping uh that this will um be helpful for in your own life too. Uh so my idea with the podcast is that it'll work uh, kind of in conjunction with the writings that we've put on our website which is mattandcoradawson.com. Um so if you haven't already checked that out, jump over there and check that out. Um some of us are more auditory and love to just sit back, close your eyes and listen to a podcast. Um That's like me. I love doing it in the car or even jumping in the bathtub and popping in the headphones and you know, listening to somebody talk about something that they're passionate about because I love that. I learn a lot in that way. Other people really prefer to jump on a website or on your tablet and read. If that's you, um, then I'd encourage you to jump over to our website and just read because a lot of these podcast episodes are actually going to be me pretty much reading and then kind of freestyling from those different um writing entries that we've got on our website so having said all of that if you are indeed the auditory type which you probably are because you're still listening (laughs) then we shall rock on friend into episode one which is called is it okay to need this from you a guide to acknowledging and communicating needs i think this is a question that a lot of us wrestle with you know You're feeling something, you're feeling hurt, there's something that you want more of in a close connection, and the question is, is it actually okay to need this from this person? Some of us find it really easy to acknowledge our own needs. It's like, yeah, of course I need this from you. Others of us find that actually pretty tricky. I'm more that kind of person. I've come a long ways in this particular area, which is why it's so important to me. Um, I'm no longer freaked out. By the idea that, yeah, we have legitimate needs. I have legitimate needs. You have legitimate needs in this relationship. And if we can learn how to actually steward ourselves well within that reality and communicate those things, then I think we're going to be doing pretty well. So here we go. Reading straight from the blog of that same title from the website. I will never forget the first time that Cora expressed to me that her needs were not being met in our relationship. I know. It's really hard to imagine that that ever could be the case, but it has happened on more than a few occasions. This was the first time. It was her birthday, and she was not happy with me tossing out all of our plans for the day in order to respond to a quote-unquote urgent situation that my team leader at the time needed my help with. I was feeling manipulated and controlled by her as she was telling me, hey, you know, I'm not cool with this. In the early part of our marriage... I still had a lot of my identity wrapped up in the approval of my team leader, who at that time was both a spiritual guide to me as well as the leader of the institution that I was working with. I love making people happy. That's kind of in my wiring. So at that stage of my life, um, it's not that big of a deal anymore, uh, thank goodness. But at that stage of my life, my worst nightmare was a situation within which I couldn't make two important people happy at the same time so there i was in that situation cora's birthday i'm up a creek looking back on it now it actually kind of amazes me that this moment created any tension in me at all it's an absolute no-brainer that i should have honored my commitment to cora we had this whole day planned for her birthday Um, i should have honored that commitment and just told my team leader i wasn't available Uh, side note here he was and still is a gracious loving person who i'm assuming would have honored the boundary he would have been disappointed for sure but i believe that he would have honored that and honored me in the process of me holding that boundary in a healthy way however um To my amazement, that tension was there in me big time. My mind in this moment was racing to find a creative solution that would enable me to make both of these people happy at the same time. But nothing was coming to mind. Cora wanted all of me. My team leader wanted all of me. Someone was going to go away disappointed. I really needed Cora to look at me and just say, Hey, babe, go for it. We'll celebrate another time. It doesn't bother me at all. I have no needs, I don't matter in this relationship." (laughs) Um, That would have been really helpful, but she did not meet that need. Instead, she told me the truth, that my actions in that moment made her feel disregarded and insignificant. That's how she was feeling on her birthday. So there I was, I'm feeling manipulated and controlled, I'm freaking out, simply by her expressing how my actions had been affecting her. When someone I cared about shared that my actions had negatively impacted them, I hadn't at that stage yet learned how to take on board that person's emotions and convictions without letting them totally overwhelm my own. So we're gonna dive into that a little bit more deeply. Relationships get strained when people don't meet each other's needs. That might sound too obvious to be worth stating, but it's amazing what we say to ourselves and each other in the midst of pain and frustration in our relationships. We, I believe, have a tendency to invent all kinds of complex reasonings as we struggle to get our hearts and minds around this disconnect, this pain I'm feeling in this particular relationship. Typically, we prefer a version of the story that points to me being passive as the most loving response, like water drawn to the pathway of least resistance. Um I love a version of the story where I get to go, yeah, what is really loving right now is for me to do absolutely nothing. Um because that lets me off the hook. Um and so we can kind of gravitate towards that version of the story. But the truth is um to grow your connection with the people you love, you'll have to be courageous enough at times to share your needs with them and allow them to share theirs with you. This will undoubtedly cause friction at some point, you know, in every connection, it will certainly put you on a pathway of greater, not lesser resistance. But like anything valuable in life, the pursuit of anything precious, um, the pursuit of deepening your relationships is destined to be challenging and worth it. Okay. The fact that you have legitimate needs is a good thing. Your needs are designed to draw you into connection with others in friendship partnership and ultimately intimacy the goal isn't to get to the point where you don't have needs the goal is get to the point where you're able to steward yourself really well in the midst of that reality you might see yourself as being quote above having needs in a relationship but i would question that are you really if that were the case why do you feel more connected to some people than to others is it a purely rational objective exercise no it's far more simple and far more beautiful than that. Some people meet your needs for connection a lot more than other people do. You are made in the image of God, and He is certainly clear on what He needs in His relationships. Father God needs you to honor His Son and the Holy Spirit in order for you to have a relationship with Him. It's an absolute non-negotiable. There's no other way to have a deep connection with Um, with God. It seems a little controlling, uh, don't you think? Who does God think he is? Well, he's God, and God gets to decide what God needs and indeed requires from those who want connection with him. And friend, I believe so do you. Many of us wrestle with whether or not our needs in a relationship or the other person's needs are legitimate. Am I asking too much? Can he or she really expect that from me? But that line of thinking I get it, but that line of thinking is going to lead you in circles because what's true in one relationship isn't necessarily true in another relationship. Each unique relationship has its own set of appropriate expectations. As Cora and I um, guide people and coach people regarding their marriages, friendships, work relationships, etc., we are amazed at how different people are. We might be meeting with a married couple on Monday night Who have agreed to the husband having absolute freedom to leave the kids at home with the wife and go out with the bros whenever he likes. This is legit. We interact with couples who are like this. And I'm looking at the wife and she's going, Yeah, totally. I'm completely fine with that. That works. And I'm going, Whoa, okay. Some people roll like that. That's cool. That works for you. Then on Tuesday night, We're meeting with maybe two. This is hypothetical. uh, We might be meeting with two male flatmates who live, you know, in a flat together in the city, and they have agreed to never make plans with anyone without each other's expressed permission. You might be thinking, whoa, this is bizarre. You know, here you've got the married couple, super relaxed, all good, and then you've got these two flatmates who have got really, you know, um, really high expectations from her, from each other in this area. So the issue that I'm trying to highlight here is that the issue isn't whether or not the expectation is right or valid or appropriate. The real issue is whether or not it's something that's been agreed to within a context of freedom. Uh, there is a lot of different ways that people can roll together in a healthy way within a relationship. Uh, the key is not to try to figure out the perfect you know, set of expectations, the key is to get really good at conversations around setting expectations and, and what we actually agree to. As in my opening story, the common misconception is that if someone expresses a need, you are obligated to meet that need all of the time, but you aren't. If you believe that you are, you're going to blow a fuse like I did when someone comes along and, and expresses a need that you're not sure you can meet. One of the greatest signs, I believe, of a mature, healthy relationship is that love can flow freely within a context within which explicitly expressed needs are not actually met. That might sound funny, but I think that's a big part of love. Two people are never going to be able to meet all of each other's needs all of the time. Because of that, it's important for them to clarify with each other which needs can be met, and which ones can't, so that they can both work out what to do about the legitimate needs that they have that aren't going to be met within that particular relationship at that time. A great phrase to keep in your healthy communication arsenal, as I like to call it, is, hey, thank you for telling me what you need. I really appreciate that. I cannot meet that need right now because da, 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 da. Another one is, thank you for being honest with me, about your inability to meet my need. Until this need is met, I will dot, dot, dot. You fill in the blank. I'm imagining a woman whose husband has been maybe unfaithful to her and she is um, thinking to herself and she's communicating, Hey, uh, thank you so much for for helping me know that you are not able to meet my need for you to be faithful to me that is all good. I love you. Um, But until this need is met, I will be living down the road with my parents. So you let me know when you are ready to meet this legitimate need. Until then, I am going to have healthy boundaries in my life. Um, So that's kind of veering into the healthy boundaries thing, which we'll get into later on in other episodes. So with all of this liberty to need what we need, How the heck do we end up causing each other so much pain? I believe that in many cases, it comes down to expectations. Things really go haywire when needs that are expected to be met aren't met. To understand how that happens and how to avoid it, we need to take a closer look at the ways in which two people can end up with massively different sets of expectations around what they need from each other and what they will give to each other. If you'd like to hear more thoughts on this particular topic, um, check out the episode or the blog called Setting and Resetting Healthy Expectations. Okay, friends, that was episode one. I hope that uh, you enjoyed that, found that helpful, gave you a few things to think about. Um, I really want to encourage uh, everyone out there, if you're listening to post comments, reach out to us for help if you're going through stuff that's tough or if you have questions that you just want to wrestle with. Most of what Cora and I do is not telling people what to do. Most of what we do is actually just ask questions to draw out of you the wisdom and the clarity that we believe is actually already there if you're in a close relationship with someone i believe you have everything you need within you to absolutely nail it in that relationship but sometimes you need a friend um, to be able to come along and support you and just ask you some of those questions and draw that clarity out of you that i believe is already there Um, so that you can know what to do in the midst of a tough time. When you're going through something tough, it can be really hard to think straight. And sometimes um, you need a friend. I know I've needed that in my life. Um, So if you're brave enough, you know, pop something in the comments. Um, I love it when someone comes out, and this happens regularly, when someone comes up with something that is really, a really hairy sort of a situation. And I'm going, man, I've been doing this for a long time but I have never heard of a situation like that. That is legit new. And, and I'm thinking, man, we got to dive in and wrestle this out. What does wisdom look like in this moment? How can, in the midst of that situation, with that person doing that, fill in the blank, how can you just absolutely nail it um, on your side of the connection? What can you do that is totally loving and totally wise within the half of the relationship that you control which is your half um, so if you got a curly one uh, feel free to throw it out if you're brave enough pop it on the on the comments in a, in a public sort of way and then you know a bunch of other people can jump on the bandwagon and learn with you um, or if that's a little bit too vulnerable then reach out to us directly we are super cool with that as well okay friends that is us for now um, yeah thanks for tuning in and looking forward to the journey with you.